Idaho Falls Weekly Informal Infotainment with Mike Nelson and Carly Morgan. This time on IFAF, Idaho Falls and Fun Land finally open. <laughs> Yay. We also conceptualized a way to completely revolutionize the soda shack. Yeah, it's a million dollar idea that we're going to give you for free. Also, we celebrate the chuckers and completely chuck Cabela's under the bus. Ooh, oh, what do you know? Fancy new wide shot. All right. So you can see the whole setup here. It's not much, but it's what we have. <laughs> and I need to cover my feet. I don't want to end up on wiki feet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's a database of celebrity feet pics. Oh, really? Yeah, for all the hmm. feet lovers out there. Well, first you have to have feet. Mm -hmm. You've got that covered. I do. But then you have to be a celebrity, which you do. I think is a ways off. Yeah, a ways off. But I'm just saying they'll do like they'll do some deep digging to get foot pics. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Really? I've never, and I know Quentin has a thing for feet, mm -hmm. but I've never actually uh, thought of feet as something. Yeah. Erogenous. Even remotely erotic. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, not really. Like that's that's your dirty bits. And not yeah. in a good way. <laughs> yeah, right. As long as it. you've had a nice shower or jacuzzi beforehand, you know. Oh, yeah. And you're walking around in the hotel slippers that they provide, you know, the, yeah. mm -hmm. the ones that are hermetically sealed. And yes. when you arrive, you put those on. I still have some from the Grand America at the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you know that, um, uh, so realtors, you know, they do the booties? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So today I heard, what you know what, why not just hop on Amazon? <laughs> you can get 10 pair of spa slippers for 27 bucks. That's not bad. That's like $2.70. Mm -hmm. And you could probably just put them by the front door if you want people to be shoeless in your house. Yeah. And then they can just slip them on. There's so, there's such mm -hmm. less of a pain in the ass than booties. That's true, but also I thought that was a great idea. Are these going to be reusable? Are strangers going to be using the same pair? That's what I wondered. Yeah. I almost think it's worth the $2.70 mm -hmm. uh, per pair. Uh -huh. To have brand new ones and then, you know, throw these in the trash, please. Yeah, that's fair. So you got Although, two buckets at the you front know, of the home. Have you ever been to, have you ever gotten a pedicure? One for coming, one for going. <laughs> uh, twice in my life I've gotten a pedicure. You probably didn't have them paint your toenails though, right? No. So if they do Wait, and you need time for them to maybe. dry, uh, then you they'll actually give you these little foam flip-flops uh -huh. that are basically made out of craft foam. They're probably like a dime a dozen, literally. Yeah. That's, you know? On, I mean, on Amazon... Yeah, they're they're white blank bulk right. spa slippers. So if it were me, I'd probably offer those and booties because a I think it'd be way cheaper, and I think that it would work for more people. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So slip ons if you mm -hmm. wore your lace up thigh high boots. Yeah. And then spa slippers if you want to feel fancy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or something like that. I actually. Um, well, and I would just use the foam flip flops because they're probably so much cheaper. I mean, my rule of thumb: if they say take off your shoes, I'll take off my shoes. Period. Also, you are overpaying for spa slippers. Two dollars and seventy cents per pair is too much. Yes, because as a matter of fact, you can get them from the dollar store for a dollar twenty-five. Um, and actually, when I did have a house, that was sort of our our rule for a bit. We oh. actually had different spa slippers for our regular guests, and then a couple of bonus pairs just in case. We ended up not fully implementing it, unfortunately, um, because our whole plan was basically to get the whole thing put together and then switch to that system. Uh, but, you know, things fell apart within a year, so we yeah. didn't get anything together. <laughs> yeah. I always forget about the dollar store. Yeah. You have dragged me into a few uh, as of late. Yeah. In the past couple of years. And they rock. In fact, <laughs> I got, okay, two things. You have to see this. These were the freshest good and plenty 
I've had in a long time, and I got them from the dollar store. And look at this. There's two. They're supposed to be white and hot pink. There's two light pink ones in here. I've never seen that before. I feel like light pink is pretty common for Good and Plenty. No, no, never. Oh, no, interesting. This is, as somebody who's been Ooh, purchasing it for years. Maybe they're reproducing. Maybe. <laughs> maybe they had a couple babies in there. Yeah. But, so that blew Twins. me away. Well, also, while we're on, we, this was seen at the dollar store uh, by Fred Meyer in Idaho Falls. I'm just going to throw this up here for a second. No comment <laughs> for for people that are listening and not watching on YouTube or Facebook. It says, uh, cashier is away or something like that. Dingling hard. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sure they meant the pun. I'm sure they, they meant it. They had to have. That, my mind's not that. Dirty, say no. what you will about me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But I can acknowledge it when somebody else does. Well played, Dollar Tree <laughs> by Fred Meyer. That's funny. Which is the best one, too. Is it? It's is that the best one with the It's one of the best ones, actually. Let me put it like that. Best selection. It's honestly in my in my opinion, it's between that one and the Broadway one, only because Fewer people go to those ones, and therefore they don't get picked through as quick. Gotcha. I think that the Fred Meyer one tends to get more of the like good or new inventory than the Broadway one does. Okay. Um, because I know that the one by the mall is like the hub Dollar Tree here. That's like the big baddie of the four in town. Um, the one in think... Teton Village Plaza, across from the mall, in the uh -huh. same. There's there's a couple little plaza places. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the one with. Little Caesars. Jalisco's Little Caesars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I know that's like the big boss. And then I'm pretty sure that second in command has to be the one by Freddy's because it's about the same size and it's always well stocked with like some new random stuff that I haven't seen at the other ones. When you say Freddy's, you mean Fred Meyer, not Freddy's. Sorry, I do mean Fred Meyer. Steak, burgers, and custard. So before Freddy's, the steak burger burgers place got put in, I was already calling Fred Meyer's Freddy's. Yes, everybody was. Right. Yeah. And so now I just am stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. A couple follow-ups from last week. We tried some filet with black garlic. Yes. And I... And we got the filet from a really great little booth in the farmer's market. Yeah, so let's, So it's a local Wagyu. Let's let's back up a second. Uh -huh. And dang, I don't remember their name. I've got the card somewhere. But it's a local butcher. Yes. And we got them. It's the one that always has like the goat or the piggy or this the time little around, critter. They yeah. had a baby goat. Do, 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 do. <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we got some great... Oh, and we got them from the farmer's market, not Saturday in Idaho Falls, but Wednesday night in Ammon. Which works so much better for me since I do retail. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it they was really nice. Six to nine? Five that sounds right. to nine? Anyway, it ended at nine, nine, so at 8.45, of course, we roll in. Well, yeah, because I just, I'd just gotten off work and I was ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> we got your esquite and we got mm -hmm. bitten by mosquitoes at, uh -huh. the same t at the same time. Yeah, you got one on your face. Yeah. I don't know if it had a chance to like bite you, but I thought it did. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as I noticed it, I slapped it away, and he turns to me and goes, did you just hit me? Yeah, what was that for? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we got a, a couple of fillets mm -hmm. from the butcher at the farmer's market, took them home, put the black garlic on it. Okay, mm -hmm. they were fantastic. Now, some things I wish I knew about, because I knew it would taste so good on steak. Mm -hmm. So then I looked into black garlic a little bit more. It's more mild than mm -hmm. regular. So if you put granulated garlic or garlic powder on your steaks, and you want to try the Mikey route? In fact, come by. I'll give you a baggie because the container I got is this. <laughs> it's, it's pretty massive. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So 
or you know just Amazon it for three bucks or whatever it yeah. is. But I think you have to use two or maybe even three times as much black garlic because it's more mild. Mm-hmm. So if you use granulated garlic or garlic powder is what they typically call it. Yeah. I think McCormick does anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, as part of your salt and pepper and garlic regimen on your steaks, you want to use, I, I think, two or three times more black garlic because it's more mild, but it's definitely more flavorful. Mm-hmm. And I guess black garlic, it's not like a different plant. It's garlic mm-hmm. that's been fermented, fermented. Mm-hmm. for 90 days. Yeah, wild, right? Oh, my gosh. But it just... it. So I just want to say black garlic, like I called, was a complete winner on steak. Mm-hmm. Probably even in burgers, you got to try it. Now, that being said, I want to throw this out here. You think that you use too little. I completely disagree because I don't want it to overwhelm the steak. I want to be able to Yeah, but to it taste didn't even the whelm the steak. Okay, well, maybe. <laughs> but I know. I, and but I realistically, have... maybe like one and a half, you know, is what you should have used versus the one that you did use, you know? Yeah. Like... You're saying use two or three times. I'm saying use like 50% more max. I'm know? saying I know what I said and I mean it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I, know, I know that you mean it, but I just feel like if you want the meat to be front and center, it's a good way to sort of complement it without overshadowing it. And, and I have, to your point, I have mm-hmm. had a friend tell me at least once before, wow, you really like your seasoning on these steaks, <sighs> don't you? So, so maybe, mm-hmm. take, maybe take um, my thesis... And Carly's antithesis, and do your own synthesis. Yeah. But I highly recommend that you play with black garlic. Yeah, it's fun. And did I mention, okay, yeah, so uh, the Idaho Falls Farmers Market, Wednesday nights at McCowan Park in Ammon. Mm-hmm. That's really cool that they've done that. I wonder if they've, they've, the, merch, the uh, vendors have gotten more business as a result mm-hmm. or just split it two ways. But as people who both live on the yeah. east side, it was nice just driving, I don't know, five minutes less. And right. dealing with parking uh, a lot less. That part was really nice. And on top of that, again, where I'm in a retail that I don't have the option to do the Saturday one nearly as often. Yeah, so it's nice you to know? have. So it's just, yeah, unless I want to get up super early, which I don't because <laughs> I'm a boob. <laughs> also want to give uh, props to uh, Cooking with Kent this week. Now, you may, if you've been a longtime follower of mine, you may remember my interview with Kent last year at the mm-hmm. Acton's Children's Fair. Here's his card. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does macrons. Yes, which I love macrons, not macaroons. Right. That's different. Not French President Emmanuel Macron. No, not that either. These are macrons, the, the sandwich cookie. Mm-hmm. And they're so good. And look at, I don't know if you can see the colors this time around. He did around. sort of a Barbie thing. He did sort of a multicolored thing going on there. It was so cute. So he came by and uh, gave me the macrons, and I gave him the money. And I said, hey, just so you know, you know, they're selling these things for $3 a piece mm-hmm. in downtown Disney. Uh-huh. And he sat and thought about it for a minute, and he went, well, that's really not too bad if you consider – I don't remember what he said, but I'm like, yeah. Okay. I mean, he's already thinking mm-hmm. like an entrepreneur. He's a heck of a baker. He is. Yeah. He is. <laughs> anyway, Cooking with Kent, thank you so much. If you want fresh macrons, delivered, apparently. Yeah. I didn't know they did that. Last time, I think I got them. I think that it was just because they were out and about, which was really nice of them. Yeah. Cooking with Kent on Facebook. Cool kid. Does a great job. Also, I didn't win. Did you win with your quack pack? Nothing. I had my six quack or whatever it is. The Idaho Falls duck races. Roll the video. You see him going into the river here. Mm-hmm. Um, and they and And to their credit... Their website was updated the next day, maybe even sooner. 
Which is impressive. Really impressive. Somebody yeah. was working on a Sunday to get the winner's list there. I think it's duckrace.com. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think you have to then go to Idaho Falls. But uh, props to the Rotary and everybody who made that happen again this year. I didn't win. I hope you did. I know uh, I didn't win the uh, Mega Millions $1.5 billion. <laughs> no. Because we're still here doing this podcast. Yeah. Well, we probably, you know what? I think if we did win it, we would still be doing the podcast. Yeah. You know. Just it, from, you It'd know, be like that one meme. <laughs> Turks and Caicos. Yeah. Antigua. Yeah. It'd be like that one meme. Like, if I won the lottery, I wouldn't tell anyone. But there would be signs. Yeah. Yeah. You'd know. <laughs> Yeah. And then it shows like a skull-covered mansion or yeah. something. Like, yeah. Just ridiculous. But yeah, we'd be doing the podcast from a cabana in Turks and Caicos. <laughs> yeah. You know, with like yeah. pool boys rubbing lotion on us and stuff. It'd be great. We Yeah. <laughs> we can we we could have all that. Yeah. And still be IFAF. Yeah. You know? <laughs> still come back here twice a year mm-hmm. in the spring and fall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The best times. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We, we This is a passion project of both of ours. We mm-hmm. love Idaho Falls. It is fun to dream, though, isn't it? Yeah. And when it hits, I'm sorry, but when I saw it hit a billion, I'm like, I'm in, I'm in. So I was part of the problem. I get that. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. You're fine. But. That's the whole point of it. Like, how else do you think they get to that? Right. You know? That's gambling. Yeah. And that's why when you go to Vegas, you set aside your gambling budget, and mm-hmm. you promise not to exceed that. Yeah. And if you win, it... great. If you lose, well, it was fun. That's the thing. It's not an investment. It's entertainment. Ex- exactly. And that's what some people forget. That's your entertainment bu- budget. hmm Yeah. Along with, you know, hookers and blow. Of course. Yeah. Always. Naturally. You know, when I was a kid, we went on our very <laughs> first family vacation, and it was to Las Vegas. And I remember at one point, we were standing in an elevator, and I'm, especially looking back now, I realized that that woman was a prostitute. Ah. <laughs> But yeah, we were standing in the elevator and a man and a prostitute got on, which it's like, dude, wait for the next one. <laughs> Take the stairs. Right. Like, that's so weird. And the whole time she's like nibbling on his ear oh, and Lord. like whispering sweet nothings. This and sounds I'm... like something right out of a movie. Right. You're this impressionable little kid looking up at this fancy lady. <laughs> right. What did you think? I mean, did, or did you even think that far? I, I kind of just assumed they were a couple. Right. You know, and that had just been out or something. Well, yeah, honey, they're in love. Right. And then as soon Eyes as... Eyes forward. That's <laughs> well, what I would have said. And as soon as we got off the elevator, my mom was like, uh, that was a prostitute. And I was like, oh, really? Because I was 13. Like, I knew. Okay, yeah. You know, I was t- when I was seven, I was telling other kids on the playground what a, pro- what a prostitute was because I was <laughs> raised very worldly, I guess. Guess what I just learned, you guys? <laughs> yeah. Well, really, it's because TV was my babysitter sometimes and I right. would watch whatever I felt like. So sorry to the second grade class of Emerson Elementary from back then <laughs> for telling you what a prostitute is. Now now the parents finally know who to blame. Yeah. I'm going to get so many angry calls. Do you have any idea how big of a conversation I had to have with my kid? <laughs> that's But that's the thing. I, and I've <laughs> yeah. seen a lot of this lately. Oh, we can't have drag queens because what am I going to tell your children? my children? Oh, we can't have this because, oh, my religion prevents this, so therefore you can't do it. Look, man, uh, sometimes you do have to explain things to kids, mm-hmm. and it's never, ever going to go according to your plan. Right. It's always going to be because of some brat at school. Oh, always, yeah. Or, or you know, <laughs> some friend or some... I mean, honestly, they let the word masturbation slip in church once, mm-hmm. and I don't remember the circumstances. I mean, they were probably saying... You know, don't do it. So I turned to my dad. This is in a conservative Baptist church. You can mm-hmm. still go there. Uh, shout out to Gethsemane. Mm-hmm. It's on Broadway, heading out of town, right before, uh, is that Bellin? Uh-huh. Or, yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, I looked up at my dad and I said, what's masturbation? <laughs> I mean, the color drained from his face. <laughs> he literally put his hand, his cupped hand over my mouth and whisp- did the hot. Did you ever have any parent do the hot in-ear whisper where you know, like, it felt like hellfire and brimstone? Mm-hmm. Which is another thing the Baptists are fans of. Um, like in my ear, into my brain, into my soul. We'll talk about it when we get home. Right. Or I'd get that or I'd get the back of the neck grab. You know, like the oh, yes. you better knock it off yeah. neck grab. Yeah, or the uh, the Vulcan the Vulcan death grip on the shoulder, the, uh-huh. the, the like pinching the tendon. Yeah, they didn't really do that I've as much. That. They they mostly just kind of grabbed my neck, which would sort of be partially Vulcan death grip too. <laughs> um, but you know, it was sort of a, a combo. Yeah. Um, or my dad was also a big fan of the two finger hit, where he'd take these two fingers and just whack you upside the skull. I never got good with that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That, wow, that's highly effective. Yeah, it hurt. It hurt bad. I, I and just he hurt did myself. Hard. I'm, I'm hurting myself right now. That. Oh man. Yeah. How's it feel on the head? Oh, it doesn't feel good. Yeah, it's it, it hurts more on the top of the hand. Not the way my dad did it. Does yeah. he snap it? Yeah, he snaps it. Like there he, must be he'd some keep snap. his fingers loose. Because uh-huh. I remember at one point I asked him. He keeps I was the like, snapping fingers loose. <laughs> you got to keep your pimp hand strong and your snapping fingers loose. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> but, yeah. but I remember at one point I asked him. I was like, "How do you get it to hurt so bad?" And he's like, "Oh, you got to keep your fingers loose and really whip it." Oh, so one. So it's like those balls that go plip 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 plip. The Newton's in. cradle. Okay. Oh, wow. Look at you. Yeah. Knowing what things are called. It's like a Newton's cradle. So one gives more kinetic energy to the other before uh-huh. it hits or as it hits. As it hits, yeah. I really hurt myself doing yeah. that. I'm yeah, you probably that. are going to have a bruise. Well, it's a self-defense technique. Yeah, I'd feel it for a couple of days after. Come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's mantis style, you know? Whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> um, and how do you, like, oh, th- that guy, we watched a video today of this... Um, he looked like an Indonesian guy. He looked like, you know, the very epitome of an MMX fighter. He looked like a gymnast to y- me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and he put himself up. He had, what are the bars that you're on when you're a gymnast that you lift yourself up on? The, they're bar, not parallel, maybe parallel bars? Oh, anyway, yeah. But he lifted himself up off the bar using just the first two fingers of each hand, mm-hmm. the, uh, the middle finger and the index finger mm-hmm. in a V config. It was amazing. Well, and he was holding his body straight out with his arms down. So it was almost like if you took a zombie with their hands out straight, <laughs> you made them do a peace sign, and then you flipped them onto their fingers. It, that's the that's the shape that this guy was was holding himself in. Now, is there a move? Is there a name for this move for the dad thunking you on the head move? Oh, uh, is it the, actually we we would just call it a a thunk. It's obviously not a five finger death punch, but it's a, a two finger stun slap. What is it? I, I think we just called it a thump. Okay. Like, oh, a thump. He yeah, thumped dad's you. thumping it. Yeah. Yeah. Thump. Thump. Yeah. Oh, dad thumped me again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Like little bunny foo foo. Yes. Hopping through the forest. Uh huh. Like what they would do to field mice. <laughs> I loved that so what? much when I was a kid, though. Why did that My cousin and I would sing that all the time. <laughs> Do you remember? Okay, wait. Was that the only verse that you had as a kid? Oh, yeah. I don't know if there's a second verse. Okay. So it's I like had a Silent second. Silent Night. <laughs> oh, funny. So we had a second verse. So after bopping him on the head, uh, it'd go, down came the magical fairy and said, little bunny foo-foo, I don't like what you do. Stop picking up the field mice and bopping them on the head. Huh. Yeah. And you'd do that a few times. And then um, I don't remember a magical fairy. Yeah, well, and then at the like to end it because otherwise it's circular and you just keep going and going. Um, but to end it, it was something like, "And down came the magical fairy and said, 
like little bunny poo poo, I don't like what you do. Now you'll become a field mice and get bopped on the head or something like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. But basically, the end of the little song resulted in him getting turned into a field mice and tormented the way that he was tormenting. So, so the moral of the story is (laughs) bully not lest ye be bullied. Yeah. Lest ye be reincarnated (laughs) as a person who gets bullied. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why we (laughs) need it. It was either she turned him into a mouse or she just bopped him on the head. Okay. I don't remember, but he got he got his comeuppance. He got as his. As he deserved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Little jerk. He got paid back. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of fields and critters, have you noticed uh, there's a lot of grasshoppers this summer? Yes. Well, especially at that house that we were showing the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is up sort of uh, on the foothills in the country. Right. It's in Rimrock Estates, so all of the homes there, I think, are on like two or two and a half acre lots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, you're going to get field mice. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the the grasshoppers and the the ones that fly. I guess Utah had a huge problem with them this year. Uh huh. Even driving back, yeah, from Disneyland. Right. We drove all the way to Anaheim, mm-hmm. and even at some of the stops, I was like, even oh, uh, Flags West. While we were mm-hmm. still in Idaho, I'm like, there are more grasshoppers than there should be. Yeah. Like I know I've for 30 years <laughs> driven back mm-hmm. and forth between here in Utah, here in California. Mm-hmm. I, I know. What yeah. things are out at what times of the year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, lots of grasshoppers. Yeah. Well, to the point where anytime you'd walk into a gas station, that entryway would always have at least a few dead ones in there. Yeah. You know, just because yeah. people would squash them as they're walking in because there are so many. Yeah. But um, for yeah, the kids. I almost, st- you live near a field. I almost stepped uh-huh. on one coming out of your place the other day. Oh, no. It's, it's not a happening. field, a, a canal. Yeah. yeah, it's true, though. Um, but yeah. Coming. <laughs> but the kid that we that was with the family that we were showing the house to, he was super stoked for him. <laughs> he was like, "We got to move here. There are so many grasshoppers." Ah, uh, childlike wonder. I know. I love it. It's lovely. Yeah. Oh, something else! I'm so excited for that. I actually messaged the Facebook business page uh, this weekend. Landon's sweet love and corn. Ooh, my favorite time of year. So I I, <laughs> I messaged him, and it was a real quick thought. Uh-huh. But I wanted to know because we're doing this podcast now, so I'm a think I think I'm a little more tuned in mm-hmm. to what's going on and what should be happening when. Uh, I thought it's about time mm-hmm. we might even be past due for Landon's sweet love and corn. Mm-hmm. And I I know they come to different places. You can hit them up on Facebook and find out they're typically on the corner of First and Holmes in Idaho Falls. Uh-huh. There's a big old parking lot there, and they just take up a little teeny corner, and that's where they are from. I don't know, uh, you know, ten till whenever they sell out. Mm-hmm. But it's the best stuff. Oh, it's so good. I Especially them, if said, you're going to make esquites or elotes, ah. it's really good for Mexican cra- crazy corn. Yes, and you know, so I perfected my recipe last year for my own Mexican crazy mm-hmm. corn, and then I think I also ended up with. Um, didn't I end up with Italian or American crazy corn too? Yes, I did. So okay, so la- so I messaged Landon Sweet Love and Corn and say. Is that corn ready yet? I mean, I wasn't even nice about it. I didn't open with a, hey, how are you? Hope you're having a great weekend. I was just like, is that corn ready yet? Where's the corn? <laughs> and they messaged right back and said, it's cap- it's coming another couple weeks. Okay, so my funny. spidey sense was 
so finely tuned mm-hmm. that I was it was a little bit too early. Yeah. Well, and to be fair, last year I feel like we missed so many things that it makes sense that this year you're trying to be preemptive. Right. Like and last year we missed the sunflower days at the Wild Adventure Corn Maze. Yes. And this year we're going, and yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, and, and some things I mean, we had to miss, like the um, just because of my schedule, I couldn't go to the duck races, but I could mm-hmm. go to the grand opening of Funland, which we'll hit in just a little bit mm-hmm. at Tapas Park. But... Um, so back to Mexican crazy corn is simply corn, on or off the cob. Mm-hmm. You can do it either way. It's corn, mayonnaise, mm-hmm. cotija, cotija cheese, mm-hmm. and maybe a little cilantro and a little. Um, I like to put some chili powder on yeah. there. That's what Mexican corn is. Last year I came up with American crazy corn, uh-huh. which is um, the corn, whether on or off the cob, your preference. A little mayo. Or, you know, you can do some heart-healthy, smart-balance butter instead, <laughs> if you'd like. Mm-hmm. And then Parmesan mm-hmm. on top. Yes. And then instead of uh, chili powder, you take that Frank's or some uh-huh. sriracha and you... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe even some Cholula. Yeah. Then maybe. <laughs> but then but Frank's is more American, let's be honest Exactly. Here. Yeah. And I don't want to say it tastes the same, but really close. It has a lot of the same notes, but there, there are some key differences. Now, one thing I like to do with my elotes is I actually like to, before I put the mayonnaise on, I like to rub some lime on it. <laughs> so it's lime first, then mayo, then cotija. And then I specifically use Don Cezanne chili seasoning um, because it's got a really nice limey undertone to it. It's got that MSG. It probably does, to be fair. <laughs> probably, all the good stuff <laughs> yeah. does. Yeah, it's really good, though. So it's worth it, I huh. think. All right. But yeah, and I'd like to think that I make pretty good Mexican crazy you, corn. Anything you touch is amazing. <laughs> we talked about that. We touched on that when we talked about your pumpkin soup last week. Oh, I'm so excited to On the Halloween in August episode. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> what was up with that? Well, everyone's getting ready. Speaking of Dollar Tree, they already have decorations out. Yeah. Well, yeah. we played that clip last weekend uh-huh. of, uh, of you know, they've already got an aisle, and I'm sure mm-hmm. that'll just grow and grow and grow. Right. And all the, where, what other store were we at that already had the Halloween stuff back up? Ooh. Walmart is still on back to school. Thank you, Walmart. Yeah. But there was one other store that had the stuff coming up. Was it Joanne's? And remember, in Idaho Falls, Bed Bath & Beyond is the old, so weird to say now, the old Bed Bath & Beyond location is where... Spirit Halloween is going to be. Is going in. Yeah. So, yeah. Depressing, but yay. Because we didn't have one last year. No, for, we for didn't. For whatever Which reason. Was, yeah, they moved it to um, Rexburg or something dumb like that. Yeah. Idiots, how dare they? <laughs> I know. You're like, going to make me drive 30 miles? I just remember I'm just going to order it from the internet. I mean, honestly, yeah. <laughs> but I just remember thinking to myself, like, man, do we not have enough empty husks of buildings for them? Like, do we not offer enough here in Idaho Falls? It feels like we do. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't just name one unaided, but I give know, me a second to look and I, I can come up with I know there was one last year that I was like, <laughs> they could have just gone there. Yeah. I think it was where Petco used to be before Down East moved in. One uh, one thing that I got uh, uh, post-divorce was a Ninja 5-in-1. Yeah, which rocks so much. I love that thing. I believe is the best invention ever for a dude that lives on his own. Especially for that. Doesn't cook for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But you can stick four ears. And I tried both ways with the husks on and the husks off. Mm -hmm. Do the husks off. That corn is sweet and juicy enough. You're not going to lose a lot of moisture. Right. And that way you can pre-season them too. Mm -hmm. And, oh, it's just, yeah. So... 
good. So good. I honestly Can't love that wait. ninja thing so much. And I, I just sent you that um video of the other ninja that they've made where it's a toaster that you can pop on its side. You can, yeah. Which is so smart <laughs> because I've So it turns it. into a toaster oven. Yeah. Slice a pizza. Right. Imagine what you could throw in there. Well, and especially French fries. That's the uh, big yeah. thing because you can't microwave French fries, but you can put them in a toaster oven and they do turn out pretty okay if you do. I mean, there's nothing like fresh French fries, but that's as close as you can get reheating at home. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. There are some things I just don't even bother reheating. That's And fair. French fries is one of them. Okay. Let me give you a better example then. Fried pickles, specifically the ones from the <laughs> Celt. One Fried of my appetizers, fav- period. Yeah. One of my favorite foods, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's something where if you put it in the micro, if you microwave it, it gets so mushy. Did you see the thing that, yeah, because you were on the group chat too, mm-hmm. the restaurant in Arco that's all about the pickles. Yes, I'm the one who sent it to you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we get so many messages in a week, but. I know, right? Yeah, it's in Arco. Mm-hmm. So next time we feel like a day trip. Yeah, I think that's the only thing in Arco. Uh-huh. Bless their hearts. Probably. We love you, Arco. <laughs> First city powered by atomic energy. Home to BR1 and NBR, EB, EBS, EBR1. I got there eventually. <laughs> PMS. <laughs> yeah. Some combination IBS. of letters and numbers. <laughs> Sounds like an alphanumeric password from 30 years ago. All right. Are we still on follow-ups? I think we are. Mm-hmm. I just want to mention it was criminal of me not to mention Fallout Boys. We didn't mm-hmm. start the fire as part of our Summer Songs 2023 list last week. Just want to mention it. I'm not a particularly a fan of Billy Joel's 90s stuff. Yeah. River of Dreams was good. Which we, I loved We Didn't Start the Fire ever since I was a kid. It, yeah. I was so all about that. It's probably I just had to play it so much yeah. that I got sick of it, and that's fine. Fall Out Boy does a fun version with brand new lyrics. and mm-hmm. You know, yeah. realistically, that should become like a modern nursery rhyme. Where every few years they update it. We just add on to it. Yeah. yeah like like every, I don't know, 50 years, there yeah. should be a new version that comes out so that we can sort of reminisce on the things that have happened in the last 50 years. The, the thing is, I didn't, I never really thought, so I, we've established that I wasn't a fan of Billy Joel in the 90s, wasn't a fan of his early stuff in the 70s. 80s stuff was awesome. Uptown Girl, Longest Time. I love Uptown Girl. <laughs> yeah, Baby Grand, the duet he did with Ray Charles was amazing. It's one of his lesser known ones. Look that up mm-hmm. uh, if you want to celebrate the Billy Joel life. Um, but R.E.M. did it better with It's the End of the World as We Know It and I Feel Fine like two or three years earlier. And what I mean did it better, I mean kind of sing song, talking, singing, mm-hmm. listing names and events. I think, mm. right? Mm. So when Billy Joel, We Didn't Start the Fire come out, I was like, A, heard it before. And then B, for whatever reason, they took a, what I think is a pretty good hook. Which could have been this crisp, clean, clear, loud, resounding, Phil Spector wall of sound, whatever. Uh, but instead, they like weakened it a little bit. They put some over the guitar. It just, it sounded like a nerfed version of a good song to I me. Yes, I get what you mean, but I like how stylized it was. Yeah. 
I've already put way too much weight on it. Well, and to be fair, of the I two criticized of us, Taylor Swift last week. Yeah. Billy Joel, it's your turn this week. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, which is fine. He's which fine because you love Taylor Swift. He's fine in spite of my criticism. Oh yeah, he'll well, and he'll I love do Billy, okay. Yeah, I love Billy Joel too. I hope that's mm-hmm. I hope that's evident when we talk about things and give them mad props. Just because I have some notes, right, doesn't mean I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, huge fan of Romaine's. And and a friend pointed out that their brand new building has Romaine's. On one side and Romaine's on the other. Mm-hmm. So looking at the face of the building, it goes Romaine's, mattress shop, Romaine's. So it, right. it's, it's a visual representation of the jingle. Yeah. Which okay. is pretty cool. <laughs> May I nerd out for just a moment? Of course. Okay. Something I am unreasonably excited for happening before the end of this month, the Old Farmer's Almanac will release their winter prediction for this winter mm-hmm. and I think for the entire coming year. They do it at the end of every season, and which is August, you know, ish. And um, yeah, you always get to read a little bit. I think we're section 13 in the Pacific Northwest. I think it includes, I think their weather zone 13, I think, includes Idaho, part of Utah, Wyoming, Montana, Washington, and Oregon, something like that. Or it, mm-hmm. I could be off depending on mountains and stuff being where right. they are. <laughs> But Which it's also always... lucky number 13. How nice is that? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Taylor Swift would love that. Right. <laughs> so so it's um, it's always kind of fun to read about the upcoming winter. I can't remember what the headline on it is, but I, we promise you the minute it comes out, we will let you know. And, they, and they're, they predict it with like 95% accuracy or something. I'll have to go and look historically what mm-hmm. they're, you know, but they, they rate themselves mm-hmm. and tell you how they're doing. It's, it's just really, and I don't know how they do it. Right. You know, I think that they just um, write down in a journal when their arthritis hurts, and then they <laughs> they go back, and they look at the last three years, and they see how close those data points are, and then they guess. You did just hit a nerve. So we've had, <laughs> we, we have had a few wild midsummer rainstorms mm-hmm. over the last couple of weeks, and I always remember my mom saying, oh, it's going to rain. I can feel it. It's going to rain tonight or tomorrow. It, because I guess the barometric pressure puts some sort of pressure on your joints or makes them ache. Uh huh. I had that happen. It's like, why do my knees hurt so oh, much? Oh no. Oh, because <laughs> I be- my worst fear was becoming my mother, and it's happening slowly but surely. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that similarly though they actually used to use leeches to protect protect predict the weather? Really? Using barometric pressure. Yeah, they had this um gadget basically where they'd have i think it was 12 leeches in jars um with chimes on top of them so basically as the barometric pressure shifts it'll force the or at least convince maybe (laughs) gently i don't know uh the leeches to go to the surface of the water so when they do it'll chime gently convince them yeah (laughs) i'd like to think it's gentle i I don't want them to be in pain they probably are fed well yeah they get stuck onto a person once a week for all the blood (laughs) right i mean that's uh, at least a cow you know are all leeches blood sucking I would have. I I think so. I mean, when you when you yeah. call a person a leech, yeah, you know exactly who they are. I mean, if you, I they, suppose, yeah, if you define, they've got to be. Yeah. Every time I've ever, if a leech didn't suck, it'd be a slug. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That that's got to be okay. Yeah. That's what I think. All right. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, kind of a cool machine though, because as it chimes, that's how you know it's gonna rain. How about that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I used to know what it was called, but it's a really long name that I, I could look up, but um, it's it's hard to say anyway. A leechometer? It's like a, 
Tempesteromic Goodenometer. Oh, yeah. Like okay. That. It, something some, really fancy. I know it has Tempest in it because mm-hmm. I remember being like, that's cool. Lechimeter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a lesser known, less significant invention of Oppenheimer. <laughs> yes. Was, was the Lechimer. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and, and he, it was initially going to explode when the leeches reached the top. <laughs> but he was like, no, you know, a chime would be better. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then he could reuse the leeches. Yeah. Little known fact, we actually bombed Japan once before uh, Nagasaki and Hiroshima. <laughs> um, and it was a chime. It didn't do much. Do we want to make that joke? <laughs> one, is it too soon? One one guy complained of a little tinnitus. Mm. But <laughs> you know, I've heard that tinnitus is called like the suicide disease. disease. Oh, yeah. Because it increases the person's likelihood to kill themselves by, like, a lot? You know, I don't have tinnitus, which is really weird, Mm -hmm. because I've had loud headphones on my ears Mm -hmm. most of my life Mm -hmm. for a few hours a day. Um, But I heard a tinnitus trick, I guess. Let me demonstrate. Mm -hmm. Apparently, when you've got that, and we're talking about that loud ringing in your ears, even if you've been told it's chronic, right? you take both of your palms, and you put them on your ears, right? Mm -hmm. And then you take your fingers... And you massage the soft spot in your head. Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to get rid of it. Like a long time suffer. This is all on the internet. Huh. All on Reddit. But apparently that helps a lot with mm-hmm. your tinnitus. Well, I know someone who's got it, so the, I will pass that on. The random stir- stuff you're going to learn listening to us. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I hope that's I true, browse on the internet <laughs> so you can watch more TikToks. <laughs> Another thing we're looking forward to... And this is coming up this weekend, is the Chuckers game. Yes, yeah. I'll actually be taking the Wolf Van out to the oh, Chuckers sweet. game. Um, and, uh, okay, so here's the thing. Technically, I could throw the opening pitch, um, but I'm not going to do that because <laughs> I would only embarrass myself and I, it would just be... I think you'd do just a fine job. I, I would be okay, probably. But I know I would be humiliated. So so what are you going to do? Who's going to throw the first pitch? Oh, I'm going to go choose someone. Okay, from, from the, the crowd. crowd. Uh-huh. Just the person that has the most spirit or what? That's kind of the thought, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to just find someone that I think represents, someone who I feel is IFAF, first Okay, of all, there you go. And someone who um, clearly wants to be there and is excited to be there and who could use a magical moment like that. Maybe, yes, yeah, someone in the cheap seats, in the yeah. nosebleeds. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Really, I just want a kid that, like, will remember it, will appreciate the moment, and, like, that's engaged. To me, that's a 10-year-old boy. That's kind of what I'm thinking, too. Especially one that, like, maybe is wearing, like, a baseball uniform from whatever team he's on. Or girl. Yeah. But but right about that age, Mm -hmm. where they're, you know, they're they're no longer, they're they're a child still, but they're thinking about their interests. Mm -hmm. You know, they're forming their own opinions, I think, at that point. Right, yeah. 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 If they're really into it. Either that or maybe I should find like a really moody teenager. You know, <laughs> Who like, does not want to be there. Yeah. Like a little goth kid or Dad's something. Dad's going like this. Yeah. 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 Bring like, him up. <laughs> say, don't cry, emo kid. Toss him the ball and let him have it. I mean, honestly, though, I kind of think, <laughs> you know, maybe that would make the day a little bit better and a little more special for them. Yeah. You know, I either need to see someone who's who's already so stoked to be there or someone who is desperate to get away. Somebody who is the visual representation of this black house. We were actually going to show you this meme a couple of weeks ago when we talked about Barbenheimer, because it would have been perfect, but for whatever reason, I lost it 
in the process. Uh huh. But now, now that we have a reason to use this again, <laughs> this is the obviously the Barbie house is on the left and the uh, Oppenheimer house is on the right. Yeah, I'm going to find two representations of people: one that looks like the Barbie house and one look, <laughs> that looks like the Oppenheimer house. And then I'm just gonna have to go off of intuition as to who needs this more. Yeah, cage you know? match. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I can convince them to throw it together. And become best friends. By the way, I don't go into Cabela's often, but I noticed this I'm the sorry. other day. Yes, we do. What? We, we go into Cabela's all the time. We are such Cabela heads. Can't you tell by how we're dressed and how we present ourselves? Cabela's is a fine store. I'm on the wolf. I'm always in Cabela's. <laughs> <laughs> so we were in Cabela's, and we happen to notice they can't spell chuckers. Well, they can, but not like the bird. Yeah, so, <laughs> so they've got chuckers and the birds that are chuckers. But they spell it as things that chuck. Yeah, like the kid that I'm going to find to throw the pitch. Yeah, yeah. that'll be a chucker. <laughs> yeah. But the chuckers is is spelled correctly. Let's bring it up from minorleaguebaseball.com. It's spelled C-H-U-K-A-R-S. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's just... Th- that's my note for Cabela's. <laughs> just, yeah, just so you're aware. <laughs> let's just see how long it takes them. Because that mm-hmm. is what I would call an egregious error someone had to have pointed that out to them before it certainly right right but when i say egregious error i mean you put the little plate that said chuckers on it to show that the birds next to the plate are chuckers but you Mm -hmm. spelled it wrong like you literally got fat fact checked Mm -hmm. and found to be incorrect Right. That, that would be like an emergency. We need to change that right away. That's kind of what I would think. In my mind. Although it sort of depends on oh, how it sort of depends on how many people notice it. Right. Because realistically, like if I was a, if I was the manager of that store and someone said that, I'd say, yeah, that's ridiculous. I wouldn't have done it if it were me. I can put it into corporate. But also, you're the only person who said anything, and no one else cares. And as someone who who genuinely does value correctness uh-huh. i'm gonna say something that's gonna sound crazy okay as manager of a retail store there are always bigger fish to fry yes you know yeah and it's some like stuff like that if no one's complaining i'm just kind of hoping no one else notices and i just am doing everything else sometimes i feel like spider-man in that one scene where he's just holding the thing t- together with webs <laughs> yeah. and he's right there in the middle and he's just shaking yeah well and you know this is going to be sort of a funny uh, way for me to go back to the Melaleuca Stadium again because the first time I went to a Chuckers game was just me as a kid and I went with my dad. But then subsequent to that, the main times I would go was when I was working at a burger joint here in town and they'd make us dress up as a mascot to go in. <laughs> um, and half the time, I w- most of the time I was the handler. So I would just sort of like keep kids at bay and make sure no one was doing any- anything crazy. Make sure no one punches the mascot. Exactly. And then the other guy would be the mascot and you know, the great thing is every time we did that, we'd get some food vouchers. Ah. So we'd get to go get some of their delicious chili cheese fries. I would always look forward to that because I had some chili cheese fries there one summer that were perfect. They were so cheesy and salty. And I remember having them again. You're really selling it. I know. Well, and I remember <laughs> having them again and they were so lackluster oh. by comparison to that first time. And I was like, what changed? You know, and mind you, this is a few years between because that was back when I was working um, at the game versus when I was going to the game, um, which the second time around, that was actually when I sort of kind of almost dated a checker for a whole hot oh. second. Like we went on a date, but like we weren't official. Uh-huh. Like, oh yeah. yeah. I, oh yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I know I had to, when I was much younger, uh-huh. I had to compete with uh, Navy guys when they were still in town at the site, mm-hmm. and I had to compete with Chuckers players. Funny. In the summer anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of funny because he didn't speak English very well. Okay. Yeah, like maybe 20% English. Oh, wow. And that's it. You know, so the communication was limited. <laughs> I, I actually, um, I know an older guy, older, much older than myself, who uh, married a Chinese lady and uh, come to find out after a few years, I think one of the secrets to their successful marriage is he can't really understand her all that well. <laughs> and I don't think she can understand him all that well. I mean, so, yeah, you know. there, there's body. Li- You've got your looks, yeah. your pretty face. Yeah. I mean, and you know, yeah. you're, you can point uh, water, yeah. agua, <laughs> see, yeah. Yeah. Bueno, all right. The importance of body language. I mean, I may know enough. Yeah, I I think I would know enough Spanish to communicate with um, English as their second language Spanish-speaking person. Mm Mm-hmm. Or how would you say that? Yeah. I think there's a much more efficient way to say that. Or a Spanish, a Spanish-speaking person who doesn't speak fluent English, but yeah. knows about as much English as you know of Spanish. Yeah. Poquito. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'm so excited for the Chuckers game. I'm going mm-hmm. this time around. It'll be, it'll be fun. I do like to go to one a year, oh. even though I don't know anything about baseball. I don't like sports, um, but that's not what it's about. It's about being with your friends, being present. It's the atmosphere. Soda and popcorn. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. yeah. It's take me out to the ball game. Mm-hmm. And and now you know that they they've got the. I remember when it was McDermott Field, and mm-hmm. uh, they didn't have all the shade that they do now. Mm. Yeah, so it's it's nice to be in the shade and watch a yeah. game. It's much nicer now, I think. So I think gates open at 6, game time is 7 p.m. Maybe fact check us on that. We might not be right. And you did something else with the Wolf earlier this week. Yeah, so this is going to be my my second time solo representing the Wolf um, and having to take the van, by the way, which is sort of terrifying because it's huge. Uh, But yeah, the first time I did was for the Snake River Animal Shelter, which was a really cool experience. That's one of my favorite places. Yeah. And it's it's hard to go there and not get a kitty. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. Yeah. If, if I didn't already have the pets I did, mm-hmm. I probably would have gotten a kitty. Because they were a couple that were just so sweet and little and just wanted to be your best buddy. Yeah, and how dare you send me a like a two-month-old black <gasps> female kitty? I mean, to be fair, I was kind of hoping you'd get her. <laughs> she she just she looked like Fury. She was so cute and so little. So yeah. Oh, she was just a baby. <laughs> so cute. Name her yeah. Vanta or something like that. Right. <laughs> Although to be fair, she probably she's probably already adopted or about to be because she's too cute. Yeah. But yes. when I was at the Snake River Animal Shelter, I was talking to the director there, and she was telling me about how she has a waiting list of I think it's like sixty cats. And 130 dogs just waiting to get into the shelter. Oh, boy. Isn't that awful? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if it's maybe because of post-COVID, maybe people adopted pets that they didn't realize they wouldn't have time for later or something. Adopt a cat today. I mean, yeah, why not? At Snake River Animal Shelter. Here's the thing. Cats are a great pet if you're not, like, if you don't feel like you have time for pets, that's good because cats don't have time for you. Right. You know? Right. Right. Most cats, in my opinion, are equal parts independent and then like to lap cuddle a little bit each day. Right. Twice a day. Yeah, they don't need much. Maybe three times, yeah. So, yeah, if if you're even thinking about it and you feel like you could swing it, go get a cat, <laughs> you know? 
keep in mind medical costs and stuff, but also that's what care credit cards are for, <laughs> you know, not to advocate for credit card debt, but I totally use one. And they, they really are a lifesaver. When Rango got his... Uh, his ass bit yes. a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. uh, it was just nice knowing that I had that in my back pocket so I could go to the emergency vet and I didn't have to worry about the bill. I could just get my boy taken care of. Do you think Rango learned a lesson no. that night? <laughs> no, not even a little. He's such an idiot. <laughs> you got anyway. pwned, buddy. He did. Poor guy. He did. We had to rush to the I'm West I'm only making light middle. of it because it's, he's not, fine. it's fine now. Yeah. Yeah. He got one bite mark in his butt. It, it was like literally one thing. Tragedy and he had, he had plus to have time his, equals comedy. He had to have his little ass shaved for it too, <laughs> <laughs> which was kind of funny it's looking for funny. a while. Um, <laughs> you got yeah. a haircut. Yeah. He just, he got, <laughs> yeah. I, we had to rush him to West Vet in the middle of the night and they're just the best. Anytime I've had an emergency and I've gone there, they've handled it really Thank well. Thank goodness for West Vet. Right. Yeah. But, you know, I just showed up covered in blood. You it's know? not really where you want to be at midnight on a Saturday nope. night, but <laughs> no one else wants to be there either. Yeah. And they're performing a valuable service. Yeah. So thanks, West Vet. But anyway, Snake River Animal Shelter had some great cats, specifically one that had like at least seven toes per foot. Wow. Yeah. He, uh, he was one of those, I think they're... Uh, I want to say did, peridactyl, but that's not right. Did he come from Arco? <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, that's messed up. I was, well, I was going to say Springfield, but mm -hmm. let's make it local. Right. There we, you go. We are. I mean, in a way, Idaho Falls, Idaho has some similarities to The Simpsons, to Springfield. Oh, absolutely. You know, with the, yeah, with the nuclear yeah, with the power plant. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, the dads that like donuts, I think that's pretty universal. There's no Mr. Burns unless you consider the government Mr. Burns. I mean. That's debatable. Uncle Sam saying, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Um, but yeah, so there was this cat that had at least seven toes per paw. That cat had more toe beans than a can of pintos. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, oh, and he was cute. so sweet, too. But his paws were massive. It was incredible. So huh. if you like a cat with a few extra thumbs, head on over there and pick him up. Yeah. He seems like a sweetheart. I'd like one cat with extra murder mitten, please. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, real quick, want to mention the Teton T-shirt this time around. Oh, yeah, good idea. Check this out. This is one of my personal favorites, too. Who wore it best? <laughs> uh, me or Marilyn Monroe? It's, it's basically, it's a, it's a takeoff or a send-up of the design on the potato sack dress that Marilyn Monroe wore back mm -hmm. in the 50s, I want to say. That maybe, sounds right. Maybe 60s. We've, we've changed the lettering, of course, to avoid copyright. On this now defunct brand, I believe it was Sawtooth brand from Twin Falls. Uh huh. But I changed it to, I don't know, some other brand in Idaho Falls because King Produce. Teton t shirts are Idaho Falls centric t shirts, in case you don't know. Teton t shirts.com. If that's your thing, they're pretty cool. I like them. Yeah, if you want to represent. That's right. Or if you're just into potatoes, mm -hmm. or if you like dipping your French fries in a Wendy's Frosty, <laughs> they've been bringing the new flavors this year. <gasps> yes. Yeah, the strawberry. Mm -hmm. And then did you mm -hmm. just tell me they're doing pumpkin spice? Which, to be fair, it could be like that Barbie frappe where we thought for sure it was a thing and it wasn't. <laughs> but it looks like a pretty authentic ad to me. Would you dip your fries in that one? Oh, absolutely. I think I would. Yeah. 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 Especially because I feel like pumpkin spice already has a little savory note to it, you know? So I feel like that's just going to play so well with the French fry. Mm, with the salty, know? greasy starchiness. Yeah. 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 That just it, sounds yeah. good. Somebody first told me, oh, I dipped my fries in the Frosty. I, yeah, you're crazy. And then I tried it. Mm -hmm. I have to, if I get a Frosty, I have to do it every time. It's like um, watermelon and mustard. 
That's uh, that was the thing that people were really weirded out about. I've tried it; it's amazing. People put mustard on watermelon. Uh huh, and it's good. I've heard of putting uh, tahini on there. Oh yeah, and that's Chili also powder. really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. but mustard, mustard, like stone ground mustard, like Grey Poupon Dijon. French is yellow. French is yellow. Really, like barbecue mustard. Wow. Yeah, which I mean, what a great little barbecue. Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, how funny would it be too to to dare each other to do that at a barbecue? Because so many people haven't heard of it. Right. It's so good. Uh, if you try it, get back to us. I'd love to know. I'd love yeah. to know your thoughts. <laughs> I mean, there's all sorts of wild food combinations out there that I've tried and gone, well, that, I mean, chicken and waffles is another one. Right. I think, have we broken our record for BSing before we actually get to the topics <laughs> of our podcast? I think so. Yeah, I think so. We have two more things. Uh, I'd like to start with the preponderance of pop shops in Idaho Falls and surrounding areas, whether it's Fizz, Biz, Big Swig, Hip, Sip, Pop Shop, Soda Shack, Soda Tsunami, So Depressing. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think someone should make that as a shop, So Depressing. So Depressing? Yeah, yeah, because they could have soda on one part and then they could have fresh fresh pressed juice <laughs> on the other oh, side. I love that. So you can get the health nuts and the diabetes crowd. And I didn't mention, <laughs> the, I think I think the one that started it all, or at least the one that um, I'm most aware of is Pick Me Up. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, they, they're all doing a fine job, I'm sure, but I've never been to a single one, yet I see mm-hmm. them all over the place. I used to go a lot when I was in my clinical research job because everyone at the office really liked them. And they were fine. They're fun. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like getting to be a kid and like put as many sodas in your cup as you want. Doing the suicide thing. Yeah. The, is yeah. that what you called it? No. I called it like whenever you mixed a few. We didn't even have a name for it. We just said, do you want to put all the sodas in one cup? Oh, okay. Yeah. The yeah. name I've heard for that is suicide. Yeah, which I get. The drink. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe it was like, I'm a kid. I'm doing something dangerous. I shouldn't be doing it. I'm mixing the things. Mm-hmm. Mom told me never to mix bleach and ammonia. And so I did probably Dr. Pepper and Coke is the same way. <laughs> right. But I also really like the cranberry Sprite that they do around Christmas. Yes. That's good. Had that. Um, That's good drinking. The cranberry Red Bull is oh, my favorite flavor. You know, I was just talking to a coworker about that the other day. I wish they do it and, in sugar free. Um, I can't decide if I like the coconut better or the watermelon better. Because uh-huh. those are, yeah, if only they could do those sugar free, that'd be great. But that's that's what fascinates me about these uh, fizz biz pop shops, hip sip big swigs, is that um, is that I mean, what are they selling? They're selling ice mm-hmm. and flavored water. Well, flavored soda, but yeah, right, so- soda water, which is water, infinite yeah. mix-ins. Energy drinks, mm-hmm. and I get it. Like you can get diet all day long too, so it's not like you're overloading on sugar if that's mm-hmm. a choice you want to make. My question is: mm-hmm. Out of all of these that I see, are they sustainable? We know of a couple with, um, how to say it, strip mall locations that have already mm-hmm. gone under, mm-hmm. and then Pick Me Up just opened a brand new sort of, but it's its own standalone building that you can kind of like. I don't know if anybody remembers or if you remember say the java express explosion oh, yeah of the mid to late 90s mm-hmm. but they were putting kiosks all over town yeah some of them are still there in the location i'd say most of them are They've although there been. is one now that's a taco place yeah tacos is outside of the old hastings the new goodwill that's right and mm-hmm. before that a good buddy of mine mike ran it uh and he did eros and dogs and they were delicious oh, and i'd go all the good. time i know i know now so in order now to we get don't have an eros place now that tom's ero is gone you have two options one 
go to, and here's something we should mention. In Pocatello, the Greek Fest is coming up. I don't know mm-hmm. when, but we haven't missed it yet. We haven't yet? I want to go. I want to get an Eero. Or, oh, I want to get some baklava, baby. Or the baklava is what they have on their cover photo. So if you see baklava, you know you're, you've Googled the right mm-hmm. thing. But um, they, the Greek, Greek Orthodox Church in Pocatello, I believe, puts it on. And, you know, all sorts of... What's, what's the other Greek foods? Besides baklava and eros, there's spanakopita? Am I... I don't, I don't do good with words, but I think that's close. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, we'll see if Google Translate catches it when I transcribe this podcast. <laughs> Spanakopita. Mm-hmm. Or am I thinking of spinadifida? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> one's a delicious Greek dish. One's a back problem. <laughs> so I guess my question is, it looks like at this point that the standalone drive-through or drive-around kiosks have had more success than the ones that have actually been placed inside a brick and mortar strip of businesses. That's that's what I think I'm seeing. I don't, you know, follow the trends too much, but I, think, I believe that's the evidence. I think I have a couple of theories why. Okay. I think part of it is that the standalone places can go basically anywhere. Like when I was finishing up um, my college classes and I was studying for finals, I would always do it at my mom's house because if I stayed at my house, the things there were my responsibility and my procrastination would kick in by making me clean and do other things <laughs> instead. Uh, so I do it at her house so that I could focus. Um, and there was a soda shack down the street over by Jill's Chicken Shack now. Um, and I'd go there and get a soda to help get me through my... You know, right. and they had some really great cookies too. So I'd get a soda and a cookie and I'd be a little chunk. You know, honestly though, the reason I gained so much weight in college was because there were so many times when I had to motivate myself with food to do the assignment. Like I'd be like, well, Carly, you can have this bag of chips, but you got to do all right in your essay. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it it's... worked <clears throat> a little too good. <laughs> right. If yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. fine. Stop it. Stop with that. But anyway. um, but no, I, I think you're right. It's uh, it, But it's a fine line between a reward and a pre-ward. Right. And usually pre-ward's 100% ineffective. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they don't work. Yeah. Especially because the person who gave it to me is a pushover, you know? One, one other thing I wanted to mention, though, there's also a preponderance <laughs> of, I get that, a uh, preponderance of car washes in Idaho Falls. Uh-huh. So here's my proposal. Why not combine the two? Now, this is an I Oftentimes, I okay, will say, that's smart. copyright 2023, Mike Nelson. Uh-huh. But I have no desire to act on this at all. So, enterprising entrepreneur, if you want to make this happen, a car wash, where before you go into the car wash, you also get a soda. Which is great, too, because sometimes they hand you the, the cup and it's sticky. So, uh-huh. that gives you a oh, chance. Yeah. So, you literally can just grab it in your hand, realize it's sticky, pull into the little, you know, <laughs> car holder wheel things. Put it on. And then... Put it on your roof, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like like the policemen always used to do with the covert sirens. Right. Stick it on your roof. Well, I was gonna say, while you're in the car wash, you can actually like clean off your mug while still moving, so you're not that guy in line who's trying to clean his cup before putting it in the cup holder and holding everyone else up. But the other thing that I think helps with the soda shacks is, um, or versus the sorry, the standalone shacks versus the strip mall shacks is that way they don't have other traffic to compete with. You know, because with the strip mall one, it could be any of those businesses it's a that they're going to yeah. versus the ones that are just a single. We know exactly where we're all going and we can coordinate and it's not it's not nearly as chaotic. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. 
And the whole order on one side, pick up on the other side, or two window system is perfect, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, out of curiosity, with this um, car wash soda shack combo, mm -hmm. would you order before going into the drive through or always after? I would say before, so you've got something to do mm -hmm. in the car wash. That's true. That's and you true. call it, I don't know, something cute like um, carbonation and suds. Soap Ooh. and suds, suds and buds. No, that would be different. Bubbles and suds? Bubbles and suds. That's cute. Something like that, like you're right, because yeah. they're both the same concept. Bubbles rising from the bottom of the glass or soap suds falling on your car. Uh-huh. They're both bubbles with air in them. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that. Bubbles and suds. It's genius. It's a genius idea. You're welcome, mm -hmm. enterprising entrepreneur. Yeah. The only thing is, if you do it where they're picking it up before they go in. Well, actually, no, because you could have a line. Are we going to workshop this right now? Because, yeah, let's super go. Super quick. I just want to throw this out here. Call my baby ugly. Shoot holes in it. <laughs> the only That's thing is, I could see people not choosing to go there if they know they have to get a car wash. Now, if they have the choice to just get the soda or do the soda car wash combo, definitely, I think it would be perfect. There should be, so the soda shop first, uh -huh. then the car wash. Soda shop gets a graceful exit if they want mm -hmm. uh, or can continue to the car wash. That's hot. And, I like that. And I suppose the car wash also has an entrance just for it. Right. But I would imagine I'm an efficiency nerd mm -hmm. like before i leave the house for the day i create a loop in my mind mm -hmm. going to show homes okay we're going to start with the one farthest away work our way back to where i know their home is you know that kind of thing mm -hmm. and so i would i would love a kill tube i mean i would love a pop shop taco stand car wash there you go that's a great idea and then at the end of the car wash you drive around to the free vacuums and vacuum up all the lettuce and shredded cheese that <laughs> fell off your taco because you're an idiot for eating a taco in the car yet every time I think I can but also <laughs> the reason you're an idiot for eating it in the car is because you don't usually have two hands but if you're in a car wash while you're eating it you've got two oh, hands oh yeah you yeah can, yeah you can that's right brilliant this is a perfect idea maybe make it an extra long car wash just there you go you know what add a add another I don't know. What's it going to take? 20, 30 feet? You know what? Even if you just had an extra section of blow dryers so that your cars actually dry by the time you get yeah, out, yeah. that'd be hot. It would I, be. I would pay for that. Yeah. And especially if we could do, okay, do you remember the $3 car wash? I'm yes. so mad. They were the $3 car wash for one year. I know. And they got everybody's eyeballs on it. And did you mm -hmm. notice they quietly changed the name? Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it was a new owner or whatever. Maybe $3 car washes weren't working. But I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah. It just made me so mad because one day I went to wash my car and I pulled up and it was a different name and no longer $3. And I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> when did car washes become 20 bucks? Right. Because I've been okay. You know, I remember when it passed the $5 thing. Okay, I'll pay $8 for the clear coat. And the I like the foam that comes down that's different colors. Mm -hmm. Is that what that is? Anyway, the Something rainbow like foam. Yeah. Um, but like now they're even $14. I was kind of like, okay, whatever. And now it's like 20 bucks. Yeah. I don't, that's nuts to I me. can do without the laser lights and the, actually, no, I can't because that's my favorite part. <laughs> you got to make it look like a club inside, right? Have you, I love how they do. Okay. Have you seen that TikToker with all of the wiener dogs? No. And she takes them to wiener dog raves. Oh. 
Yeah. So she'll <laughs> she'll get them all dressed up in like little um glow stick necklaces and stuff and she'll put little stickers on their heads and then wow. they'll go to the car wash with all the lights and stuff oh. and of course because of what's going on they're all barking and like freaking out but she'll put music over it and it's really funny it's, 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 it's hilarious <laughs> it's super cute so look her up because she's great that's great <laughs> yeah do you know she's just the wiener dog lady is uh, car wash if wiener dog up, if you look up either wiener dog rave or wiener dog car wash she'll come up I'm sure of oh, it. great. she's got like eight or nine of them so are we done with car wash <laughs> slash soda shops? I guess the one last thing I want to say Bubbles is... Bubbles and suds? Someone needs to bring back a slightly cheaper car wash. Because when we had the $3 car wash, I'd go once a week. Now, I maybe go like every third month. That's a good point. You know, I would have spent way more money overall with the $3 wash than I do now with the like $10 wash. What would be the minimum expectation of a... Let's, let's say a $5 car wash. It would be... Water and soap. Yeah, water soap. And then have the yeah, water soap, some brushes. Yeah, water soap, brushes, and then I leave, and it gets blow dried a little. Yeah, okay. That's all. Yeah, like I'm not asking for a lot here. It doesn't have to be perfectly clean. What about the clear coat? What about the rainbow suds? No, if if it's cheap, if it's cheap enough, I don't care about that because then I'll just be back next week. Right, and maybe that should be an add-on option. Absolutely. But, But let's start at five bucks, not eight. Right. I think that's fair. Absolutely. Last on our list, I think, right? Yeah. Last on our list, this just speaks to my very heart because my core value is fun. Mm -hmm. Funland finally opened up. It's always fun o'clock in Funland. (laughs) What's that from? Did you ever see that? It's that 70s show episode. Oh, yes. It's the one where Kelso gets in a fight with Dylan and Cole Sprouse when they're Uh still, you know, before they were famous and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So Funland, here's the deal. It was opened in 1947. It was supposed to open last summer as part of their 75th anniversary celebration, but COVID really pushed a lot of things back. Mm-hmm. Last night, uh, Dana Kirkham, who I believe was the head of the Totfus Park Funland Restoration Project, <laughs> and her team, they, they opened it up. Mayor Rebecca Casper was there um, talking about just... The great lengths they went to and the unanticipated things that sort of... So it's their 75th (laughs) anniversary-ish. Yeah. The important thing is they're open now. They've reopened Mm -hmm. and everybody can... Oh, and and I think they've rebranded. I think now, and I don't know if this is just a city hierarchical organization move or if it's a branding move, but it's now Funland at the Zoo. You know, I think it's always been called that. Okay. I I didn't know that. I always thought it was Totfus Park Funland. Oh. But they've hmm. done a really good job, by the way, Funland at the Zoo, of getting on Facebook under that name, Instagram under that name, and that geotag, too, because mm-hmm. I think you see both geotags. So if you want to help the city of Idaho Falls with their branding, be sure to use the tag Funland at the Zoo. Mm-hmm. And so they've, they've kind of put it together with the zoo. And I don't know if that's like a budget thing or what. Mm-hmm. I know, in fact, I just found out this week that the city approved a budget of nearly $350 million. <sighs> I mean, I don't know how much it takes to run a city. Right. That does sound about right, though. Apparently, I didn't either, because when I saw that number, my jaw hit the floor. But then again, I thought, well, Mike, what did you think it would cost? And my Mm -hmm. answer that came back in my own head was, I don't know. (laughs) Right, right. The first thing about what (laughs) it costs to run a city. But I was talking it over with a buddy, and he said, well, you know, if you think about all of the city workers, Mm -hmm. pensions, retirement plans, 
you know, all of the different departments, parks and rec, mm -hmm. roads. Plus they have such good health care, so. Power. Do yeah. they? Do they have great health care? Oh, yeah. So my dad good. works for the, for the city. Okay. And we always had great insurance because of that, Yeah. which was awesome, you know, especially when Tyson and I were in that uh, four-wheeling accident. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, seriously, um, they, should they have, have great insurance. They should have good bennies and other owners yeah. ought to get on that, too. Right. <laughs> um, so Funland finally opened up. I didn't see my brick. I bought a brick. Mm -hmm. We should buy a brick for IFAF. I would love to buy a brick for IFAF. I think all the rides were open now. I only saw what you can visibly see from the, you know, the old log cabin is still there. Mm -hmm. Last time I checked, it had video games in it, but there was such a crowd lined up because they were doing $5 wristbands oh, to yeah. let you do all the rides all night. Which is such a great move. And then it looked like they changed it to $2. They crossed out the 5 Oh, wow. So they were just, they just wanted people there. Mm -hmm. And in, you know, re-experiencing it, they had a couple food trucks. Far's ice cream was there. Here's a little clip. This is them opening up. Hopefully no one has tripped in the big hole in the center there, but... We will be burying a time capsule tonight. And so Brandon will then talk about what is going in the time capsule. So let's talk about this time capsule for a minute. First of all, cool idea. Yeah. What's Can anybody do the math? What's 23 plus 75? That's 98. Uh -huh. So in 2098, they're going to open this thing. It's, it'll have an iPhone on it, a cord. Which is smart. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, they definitely ought to, They definitely need some sort of digital storage device in there, but... When they open it 75 years from now, will the lithium-ion battery have combusted already and burnt the other contents? I don't right. know. Yeah. I know that when they sent some sort of Voyager out in space, they they did it on Blu-ray? Or they, oh. they did it on some sort of quartz storage device, I believe, that had Which layers. Which mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean... We're not gonna, I, was, I, I asked the guy, why don't, you, why don't you just throw some stuff in Dropbox? <laughs> but yeah, if you think about it... Physical copies, you actually brought this up, may be more reliable. We don't know what's going to happen in 75 years. I mean, analogs Will the survivors the of the Yellowstone caldera right. find it? Well, and not only that, too, but I mean, by then, will people even know how to work it properly? Right. Like, um, my parents had a record player when I was a kid that I'd listen to all the time because I loved records. I thought they were cool. Um, but it had a bunch of features on it that I didn't know how to use. Right. I had no idea. I could make their Different record RPMs. Go. Yeah, stuff like that. Um. Like, I could make the record go, and I could hear it, and I could change the volume, and that's about it. That's all you needed to know. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I, I'm curious to know how usable this iPhone's going to be by the people who open it later on. Uh, and yeah, I, I just think analog is kind of the way to go, because then it doesn't really matter the person's skill level, or you know, you don't have to worry about any mechanical errors. It's just safer. That's true. So I was able to see the Ferris wheel, the planes... There's a little centrifugal yes. force ride. The carousel, of course. Mm -hmm. And then I was able to see the... The octopus. The, the vomitron. Okay, yeah, octopus. Uh -huh. But I didn't I confirm that they're, they had it in their little marketing image, but I didn't confirm. I didn't see the uh, miniature golf course. Oh. So I'm not sure it's there yet, or, or, or I just didn't see it. Because yeah. there was a decent crowd, as you saw in the video. Yeah. And, I mean, people could easily cover a miniature golf course. It is, after all, miniature. It is. So, <laughs> you know, I actually worked at Funland for exactly one day. You did? I did. So, <laughs> What'd you do to get fired? Uh, nothing. Oh, okay. I actually didn't get fired. So I don't know if you remember, I mentioned earlier in this episode, my brother and I were in a four-wheeling accident at one point. Yes. So he had been working at Funland that summer. I had actually applied for it, and um, I think I was maybe too young or... 
they had already hired enough people on or something, or maybe they just didn't like me. I don't know. Uh, but I, I would assume not because <laughs> personality <eventually>. conflict. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that's not the a good reason. fit. Because at one point when Tyson was in the hospital still and I was recovering, I was on crutches so I could still get around. Um, but they were so short staffed that they basically invited me to go work for them for a day. Wow. So I did. Okay. I worked in a little snack shack and I mainly ran like the register and, and helped out a little because I was on crutches so I couldn't move around a ton. <laughs> right. But, you know, I went and worked there for a day and then I, you know, got paid cash and left and I was like, okay, bye guys. How were the <laughs> Never tips? worked there again. Uh, I don't think I got tipped. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that was, that was before tipping culture took over. Right. Yeah. So no right. one tipped. Yeah. I do love, when I see tip jars, that's one thing, but when they make it interesting, you know? Yeah. Those are fun. Like Barbie or Ken, mm -hmm. you know? I'm just trying to think of what would be hot right now to talk about. Yeah, Barbie and Oppenheimer versus Oppenheimer. Right, Barbie or Oppenheimer and yeah. see which tip jar fills up. The, that's See, and that's a good one because there are so many people who want to see both. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> when I was talking with Mayor Rebecca Casper at the opening of Funland Saturday night, uh, I told her we started this podcast. She said, oh, okay. I said, I'll send you an episode. Oh, like, what do you talk about? And the first thing that came to mind was Barbenheimer. And she was so sharp and so quick. She was like, I don't think there was a Barbie Oppenheimer double feature. And I, I was like, you're absolutely right. The motive you did Barb Impossible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Barb Impossible, that's funny. I still haven't seen Mission Impossible yet. I'm going to. We could go for your birthday. Or, okay, wait. Do I want to go see Mission Impossible for my birthday? Or do I want to see Luda coming to the Mountain America Center September 18th? Oh, yeah. Ludicrous. Uh-huh. As in move, bitch. Get out the way. Oh, did you see that fight on the boat dock? I mean, you have to call it a racial crime because one black dock worker was telling three white bros, hey, you can't park your boat there. There's a boat literally coming in right now. Mm -hmm. Well, they got footage from the boat and the whole crowd on the boat was singing "Ludicrous move, bitch. Mm -hmm. That's funny. <laughs> because everybody on the boat couldn't dock. Which also, I love how memey everyone is nowadays. Right. Like, oh, there were memes an hour afterwards. Right. Yeah. I just, I love that people are handling things with humor now. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And pop culture references. What's not mm -hmm. to love? Yeah. But I guess a whole melee ensued, white mm -hmm. and black and chairs. They were mad that they were in the wrong, so they lashed out instead of, you know, taking care of their feelings and just being appropriate, and they uh, attacked this this black guy but then backup showed up i guess and helped him out mm -hmm. and sent all of the white guys to the hospital and then they would not allow any of the black staff to help them so they just suffered instead which good yeah yeah <laughs> as <that's>, you should <laughs> obviously there are other problems there that need addressed fellas like see <laughs> that's what i don't get like i already don't get being racist but I don't get being racist to your own detriment, especially. <laughs> you, you know? Right. You're dying. You're you so... need medical attention and you refuse service because the person is black or not your color. Come you just, on. Yeah. You just sound like a goober. You, I, you, honestly, my response to that is it's your funeral. Right. And no one's going to cry over a racist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and and not just a racist, race a bunch of racist assholes. And not just a racist, a stupid racist. Right. You know? Because you're so dumb, you're not even letting them help you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not funny, but I'm laughing. <laughs> it's, I think it's fair. You know, I, I will laugh at the misery of the miserable. 
I think that's okay. All right. Well, as always, our show ends abruptly with zero warning. <laughs> Just the way we like it. I'm Mike Nelson. Remember, if you're ever feeling weak and scared to death, your survival rate so far is 100%. So I think you'll be okay. I'm Carly Morgan. And if you're going to be hateful, be so hateful that you eradicate yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and make sure to get your Marilyn Monroe potato sack shirt from tetontshirts.com. You know, I actually thought about doing Marilyn Monroe in her potato sack for Halloween one year. Oh, it'd be great. Right. It'd be a great costume. But honestly, it was just too much effort and I was not going to go through it. But now, yeah. with this, you get an oversized one of these babies in a blonde wig and you're good to go. Halloween <laughs> is coming. You could. This yeah. could be. This could literally be your costume. Yeah.